Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Drive Through HR. Um, this is Mike, and I just want to read a quick promo. This podcast is sponsored by Clear Company. Clear Company is the fat, world's fastest growing talent management platform, allowing companies to easily hire, retain, and engage A players. Visit clearcompany.com to sign up for a free demo. And we are, we're doing, a, we're doing a, a series of promos with them and are happy to have Clear Company as a sponsor. Also happy to have a, a, a longtime HR friend and resident of the city of Chicago on, on the show today to talk about a few things. John Hudson, welcome back to Drive Through HR. How are you? Doing great, Mike. It's uh, good to be back. I think it's been a while, but uh, uh, yeah, thank you very much yeah, for the opportunity you, as always. Absolutely. I, I, we, were, we were just talking in the pre-show a little bit, and we didn't get done with the conversation. It's been maybe three or four years since we did a show together. And I, I, I jokingly called – I mean, and I, I, I spent the first part of that show calling you John, uh, John Friend instead of John Hudson, so at least I got it right yeah. today. But for those of us who don't know you or I as well as, as we know each other, can, uh, can you tell our drive-through listeners about John Front. <laughs> we're going to do it, John Hudson, and what you do. I know you change jobs and get some other stuff going on, but just kind yeah. of give us an update on what you're doing today, and then we'll talk about a couple yep. other couple other interests of yours. Yeah, sure. Well, I am uh, I'm an HR guy, HR person. Um, I've spent the past uh, just hit my four year anniversary with a company called Slalom. We're a consulting firm, uh, business consulting firm, uh, based in about 25 different markets. Um, so I've been here as a, a regional HR business partner, lead, whatever you want to call it, uh, HR guy, and, and building the uh, HR business partner and uh, practice here uh, within our organization as an internal person. So it's been a great transition. Uh, spent about eight years previous to that with uh, Harpo Studios and the Oprah Winfrey Show and and a lot of her empire that continues to grow. So it was a great opportunity, but if been here in the Chicagoland area uh, almost 20 years. So Midwest guy, grew up in Indiana, but uh, did a slight detour in Charlotte, North Carolina, but have been, uh, like I said, here in Chicago for about 20 years. You like you like the you like the cold winters and the nice summers of Chicago, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> we we did not. Um, we are now in the heat of the summer. There's. We've kind of forgotten about spring and fall here in Chicago and, and like yeah. to go through. Um, but, yeah, you, you tolerate the cold winters for beautiful days like today, and, and I think we're shaping up for some uh, beautiful three or four days here in a couple weeks as, uh, as Sherm rolls in here, rolls into town after about five years of being away. So I'm excited about that too. Well, well one of my one, – one Chicago is one of my favorite cities. I, I, I love to visit but I would not want to live there uh, because of the traffic. So, so to cure that, I moved to Atlanta, which is not good. Yeah, right. anyway. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, yeah, I've, I've done a number of shows uh, with Sherm 18 bloggers and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to, I want to talk about a couple mm-hmm. things on, you know, you personally first, um, not to put Sherm off, but I just, it's just that that'll be the last piece. And um, what, but one thing I will say is how many of the, the Sherm blogging team that I've talked to that have never been to, I, A, have never been to Chicago, which is like unimaginable to me, but I guess, you know, I've never been to Seattle. So somebody else might. Yeah. Huh? Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then B is that a lot of them, it's the first time they've ever been to Sherm National. So they're coming to like one of the best cities in the world. 
and one of the best, mm-hmm. if not the premier HR conference in the world. You know, in, in yeah. essentially, it sounds like you're adopted hometown, right? So, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, Har- Harpo, right? So Har- Harpo, I, mm-hmm. just a dumb question. I ask some silly questions, but um, I talked to somebody from Tesla one here in the last few months, and I asked if they ever met Elon Musk, and they said, yeah, he's around every now and then. It's so, like I got to hang out mm-hmm. and have a private conversation with him, but I sat in, you know, sat in meetings and he definitely lets us know what he thinks about the business and that kind of thing. How was it with, with Oprah at Harpo Industries for you? Did you have any exposure to her at all or was it uh, kind of a different environment? Similar to, uh, I guess with with Musk, um, she was CEO more or less, uh, but was very engaged every day in the business. So, um, I did not meet weekly. We weren't on speed dial, but uh, being in the area and the show being taped there every day, there was uh, she was present because it's her show. And um, but was it was a great experience. Uh, you know, every time I saw her, it was you know she knew who I was. Uh, you know, not yep. that I was any anyone special, but it's uh, she was just that way with all. It still is that way with her employees and. Um, you know, it was a great experience. So I've, you know, had had some interactions and and things with her, and uh, but it was it was a wonderful experience. And she's uh, how she runs her organization and treats her people was um, was something. It was great. It was a, a fantastic cool. experience. Does it yeah. change, like on an individual basis? Does, you know, does does dealing with it? I mean, I didn't grant it, like you said, you're not on speed dial. But does dealing with a celebrity like that, as opposed to just because there are business celebrity CEOs, right? Um, Steve Jobs, yep. one, you know, that, like, does that, does that change like HR for you in any way, the way you do it? Or did you feel like a higher calling or is it just, just business as usual, the same way you do it now at Swallow? Um, that's what I, w- I was worried about that transition because I spent, you know, about eight years um, in sort of that media because uh, I spent time not only with Oprah and the Oprah Winfrey Network, but um, with their partner in the Discovery Channel. So got some exposure to some of the shows and celebrity from from all the characters or, and cast and crew on the Discovery side. Uh, and I was worried about how would that translate. And one of the things I've found, you know, and we deal with this in uh, human human behavior and especially high-performing humans, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. is... is they, everybody wants, you know, there's a level of perfection, there's a level of, of expectation that, that that's one of the things I found in working at Harpo, I'm working for Oprah, is the amount of, of perfect. When you put your name on a show, on a magazine, wherever, you want every detail to be right. And so everyone who worked there knew that the standard, the bar was raised higher than I've ever seen. Um, when you would the minute detail of how a logo looked or how a picture looked online or a phrase and how it was, uh, you know, the, the tone and how everything was written was so meticulously gone, more than I've ever seen in any other mm. type of, of, of organization. You know, sometimes you get to a point, well, hey, sometimes good is good enough. Well, good was not good enough. Um, and that was born through everybody that worked there. And it wasn't, it wasn't an ego thing. It wasn't a, you know, I have to have my name here. It was just the standard of work and the standard, the expectation we had um, and the quality was, was always top notch. So, um, but 
I see that in in other professions. You know, you, uh, mm-hmm. our, our, our firm right now, we are we are delivering solutions. People are paying for our services, so. Um, <laughs> There's an, a level and an expectation that, that I think was, and I'm learning this. And while I'm not a consultant, I'm the HR person for our employees. I see that same uh, level of standard. Um, so it's, I, I don't see that that crossover much. But yes, it's, you know, when you're dealing with someone like like Oprah Winfrey, it's um, it's a little higher standard. But yeah, you know, I, I, I mean it also, makes sense. I mean that's why I was curious. That's why I asked the question. It, it certainly seems like it would, you know, the production standards and all that kind of stuff, right? So, yeah. So um, we still did performance saw, management and all that fun stuff. So <laughs> still interviewed, still ran ads, probably did some random drug tests. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, all, all the fun basic locking and tackling of HR was still there, right? But um, and I, and I I saw it in the Twitter stream or the Facebook flood or someplace. Uh, that slalom was just named a, a top employer, but I don't recall by whom. Um, so I, I guess you guys, at where you're at now, you guys just won some award. You want to talk about that for a second? I know that's not a great yeah, intro, which, but I, I don't remember no, the details. Which, which award? No, uh, recently, uh, as an overall organization, Fortune Magazine recognized us as, as one of their top 100 organizations and then also specifically recognized our Chicago organization. Um, as a top place to work here in Chicago. So uh, very fortunate to have Fortune, uh, you know, recognize us and, and be a part of that along with the great place to work. Yeah. Um, just just a question. I, and I've worked at a couple, and I, I mean, it, it get, getting there and staying there is hard. It, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of work. And, it, I mean, it's, it's not it, – it, and it's not a con- – I mean, well, it is a contest, right? But it's, it's much more of a commitment in my mind. So, like, it, was this the first time, or, or, or is it, have you guys won that award in times past? I guess is my first question. For Fortune, uh, this, I believe, was our second year as an overall mm-hmm. organization to be recognized by them. And, and that's been a conscious effort, um, you know, with, with that uh, survey or with that award there. Um, I mean, we do in each of our local markets to recognize, and it's it's great with uh, like the Chicago Tribune and <clears throat> in our specific yep. Chicago market. Uh, but to have the the Fortune Award, um, you know, that's this was our second year, and then the first year uh, that they broke it down for us for companies here in Chicago for Slalom to be on that. So uh, that you know, a tremendous honor, a great accomplishment, um, and but like you said, it's tough. It's not a, it's not yeah, a gimme I mean, every year. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, you, you don't just fill out an application and cross your fingers and hope that you win. I guess that's <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get to. Is like it, 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 it's intentional to apply, but you have to have a lot of have done a lot of work for a long time to kind of get to to actually get into the club, if you will. I know it's not a club. Yeah, it's. Uh, what's that? I mean, what's what's the secret sauce there? I guess if you can do it. Well, it, you know, a minute or so. Yeah. It keeps us on our game. I mean, we're on, honest. Uh, we are constantly evaluating offerings that we have for our employees. Uh, you know, one of the things that that we're working with now and in, in, uh, is is looking at our. While we've made some changes to our family leave policy, it's <laughs> our competition keeps up in the game too, rightfully so, and should be. Um, but those are some things that that constantly evaluate, not because of the survey. 
you know, first and foremost, our, one of our values is do what's right always. Um, but when you look at it, if you want to stay in the club or be in the club, you have to be, understand what your competition's doing, what are they offering, and what are these great places to work offering, and how do we continue to be, um, you know, attract and retain the talent. And, and a lot right. of those services are, are, are offerings you have for your employees. How are you treating your employees every day? What are you giving them? Um, you know, and it's, it's beyond just the, you know, the wine bar and the, and, you know, every cliche you want to put about ping pong tables. Um, right. You know, our, our employees are taking the surveys and they're, they're, we have some very, very honest employees about their experience and, and we don't coach it up. We don't, you know, pay bonuses to, to fill out surveys. It's, it's a uh, raw and, and unfiltered and, you know, but we have, but it causes us to continue. If we want to stay there, you know, what what do we need to do to stay there? Um, yeah. And it it helps us to imp- improve our employee experience. Yeah, I, I don't know if people realize, like I, you know, because a lot of people, like a lot of companies, just don't bother, right? I mean, not not that they don't mm-hmm. care; they might do excellent work in their HR, but a lot of companies just don't apply for those kind of awards. They just, you know, they're they're more like we we've, we've got a business to do, you know, we got to sell hamburgers right. or groceries or build cars or whatever it is. So they don't mm-hmm. they don't do the award. So, but the like the process is you know you have an application that you have to fill out that the company submits, mm-hmm. kind of outlining their credentials. And then the other part is, um, and I don't know what, I don't know exactly how Fortune does it or what the numbers are. And we don't need to get into that level of detail. But to your point, there's a survey that goes to it's like a, a, an anonymous random survey that goes to a number of employees uh, within your representational population, right? They, they kind of sample right. throughout the organization and take that feedback. And that's one of the major components of uh, mm-hmm. how they assess the whole, the organization. Uh, and it, and they're asking, as you said, for raw unfiltered kind of feedback. And you don't even know who those people are. If I, if I uh, understand the mechanics correctly. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's a big part of it. They want to understand like I could offer the best, the top benefits and the best, um, you know, experience. But if we aren't living those values, if we aren't sort of walking the walking the talk, so to speak, um, employees have a chance to to rate you and grade you throughout that. So, so those are largely yes. delivered. Yeah, you know, it's your table stakes are the are the benefits. You know, you got to be at a certain level, but. It's how people are receiving that experience at your organization that that does a lot of the a lot of the heavy weight in determining those. So yeah. it's yeah, well, it, well, it's a great uh, great honor for us. Cool. Well, congratulations. And I know I know that wasn't what we said we were going to talk about, uh, but that those yeah. those two things because I was going back and I was like refreshing myself on what's John been up to, and I was like, oh yeah. So anyway, <laughs> congratulations to the slalom and you because I'm sure you had Thank a little you. bit to do with with getting getting that work. Um, so a couple other things real quick before we go into Sherman, Chicago, to wrap, to, you know, to, towards the end. Um, you, you're a runner, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, do a, so I'm not. Do a little bit, do do, a little bit why, of running, yeah. Yeah, why, why do you do like a, to run? Do a little I, bit. I, I, hate, I, I hate to run across the street. So, and it shows in my, in my body shape. So, yeah. So, but you know, I, I don't want to delve too deep, but like, what do you get out of it? Just relaxation and. Um, it's my relaxation therapy, um, cardio all in one. Uh, I, I used to be a, yeah, I used to be an athletic person, uh, until my early to mid twenties. And then I was pretty stagnant from, 
from about 23 to, to 38 years old and, you know, was playing some basketball. I broke my arm playing the basketball, 38-year-old in a sling. And mm. it was like, I'm too old for this game. I need to do something. And uh had an older brother who kept pestering about it. Because I, I was the same way with you. It was like, I, you know, I, I only run if someone's chasing me. And um, but mm. it, it's, the one, it's the one thing that as I got into it um, – it drove a little of my competitive juices. Uh, you know, you see the physical benefits of it, but for me is is more of the uh, mental aspect of it. Um, yeah, and cool. it's, I love it. It's a peace, peaceful thing for me. Good, good. Um, I don't, you know, you don't have to give your address, but what part of Chicago do you live in? Do you live in the city or are you out in the burbs? Or? I'm up in the uh, northern suburbs, uh, so just, uh, okay. just a little above the city. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, spent probably uh, 13 of the 20 years you know, with a Chicago address and Chicago area code. So, because mm-hmm. you yeah. certainly see a lot of runners running a lot, you know, in the Grand Park area and along the mm-hmm. along the Lake Michigan beaches and stuff. So there's some, you know, it's that right near it, McCormick, but cer- certainly a lot of places for sure. People who have that same uh, same desire to get exercise, that's a great place to go do it. And it's very it's, scenic if the weather's good. One of the best running cities, as you mentioned, when the re- weather is right. I mean, for for anybody coming here, and, and I know we got the step challenge and the Fitbit challenge for all the Sherm goers, this is one city um, that is just beautiful uh, to take advantage of with the uh, with the forest preserves and the, the city land and the, the parks and all around McCormick Place. I hear it's going to be freezing in McCormick Place, so what better way to get some fresh air and and views of Lake Michigan than just steps away from McCormick Place, and you can head 30, 40 miles north or south along along the lakefront. Cool. Um, So speaking of running and and getting your exercise, one of your other hobbies is is hotcakes. You you like cooking pancakes, and, and, and they're like designer custom pancakes, I guess, for your kids. Uh, how how yeah. did you get how did you get into that? <laughs> oh, Love the gosh. pictures. That's, yeah, yeah. The the story. It was um, Sunday morning ritual as as my daughters were younger. Uh, you know, I they needed something to eat, and I had a box of you know Bizquick and some chocolate chips, and so just started doing. You know, became my sort of time with them on on Sunday mornings, and somebody sent me a recipe, like a, a for pancakes from scratch recipe. And I was like, I can't do this. And I started looking mm-hmm. at it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can. So I made some red velvet pancakes. And, and of course, whenever you create something, you got to put it on Instagram. And right. so it just start, it started from there. And once I, uh, you know, went from a, making pancakes out of a box to something from scratch, and when you do something like double stuff Oreo pancakes for for two kids, it's it's you're starting to feed the beast on that. So it just it became my uh, you know it became my my sort of Sunday ritual with uh, with the kids, and it's just grown to um, I'll be speaking at uh, a Sherm conference uh, later in the year on pancakes and performance management. So uh, it's become <laughs> it's it's grown a yeah it's, it's grown a life of its own. You know, I've made pancakes for our offices in St. Louis and Chicago. And uh, I, I, similar to the running, is there's a therapeutic part for me. 
yep. on it, and you know, to be able to create something and to to make someone smile, make something someone happy about that. It's uh, you know, I the reason I run, quite frankly, is because of the pancakes that I make. So <laughs> these are not your. There are no high protein, low fat pancakes. It's uh, you know, and I skip all that. And but no, it, it's a blast. It's become you know. So that kind of led to my blog of HR pancakes and running is the theme. So right. they all mesh right. together yeah, well. <laughs> they do. And do you ever uh, do you ever fix the occasional side of bacon with the pancakes to bring us fully around to to Sherm? Uh, every every batch I make has a side of bacon. Uh, so it's <laughs> all right. And, and all the right. key is to no. bake it, not fry it. You bake it in the oven. That's the key. Is that right? Is that is it more healthy, or is it just the, does it cook it more evenly, or it cooks it more evenly? The grease drips from it, so it's a little less mess. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's W. You should give it a shot. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I used to cook for a living in restaurants, so cooking is still nice. a therapy for me. I love I love cooking Sunday morning breakfast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I totally I can totally relate to that. I just I, I just draw the line at then going running. I just I'm like oh I ate too much bacon now I got to sit on the couch. So anyway, I have to, I have full to disclosure I I run I run first and then I make the pancakes. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Well, we have literally nine minutes, believe it or not. Uh, so talking about your, your, uh, your post career and your cooking and running hobbies has taken us. So let's, let's talk about Sherm, which is part of the show. Yeah. So Sherm 18 is coming, coming to Chicago. You're on the, you're on the blogging team. It's your hometown. So we've, we've had a lot of shows where people talk about their plan and they talk about, you know, so give us, give us the, the John Hudson, you know, overall view of, Doing, doing blogging this year at Sherm, and then let's talk about the city and what some people might want to see, because that's something yeah. you can bring a unique perspective to. So, okay. Yeah, you know, in, when you when you mentioned that people said they've been to either haven't been to National or haven't been to Chicago. <laughs> full disclosure: the only National Sherms that I've been to have been the ones in Chicago. So my first there one was go. in 2008. Uh, I was a part. Uh, I was honored to be a part of the blog squad in 2013 when we were last here, and now I'm here all ready to go for 2018. So, uh, you know, for me and how I'm going to tackle, one, it's going to be interesting because I'll be commuting. Uh, um, So I will be, you know, coming in daily from uh, from my home, taking public transportation in. Um, Yeah, but I'm excited to – Downloaded the app, got to give that plug if you haven't done that, to check out these national conferences are enormous. And it can get really hectic on deciding on where you want to go and what you want to do. But I've looked at a little bit of it. You've got to be selfish at these as well, of what truly is uh, are some of your goals or some of the things that you're looking to do in your career or something that, that topic that you're working on for the year. And and find that because you're going to have topics from and, and it's very overwhelming, um, but there's something for every HR professional here. Uh, so my goal, um, you know, I'm working on on some things personally with my organization around performance and feedback, um, and also with coaching. So I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of sessions on on the coaching and also on the feedback. Um, so for me, it, it's going to be a selfish conference of of getting as much learning as I can 
and writing about and sharing that experience to others. Um, you know, so that's I'm, I'm tackling it that now. I don't have my uh, in true John Hudson fashion. I don't have it totally planned out, and probably won't until my commute in. But I have an idea of of what I'm doing. So, um, you know, these but they they can be overwhelming. Um, but you got to you know you're going to have friends here. Hey, let's go to this session and go to that session. But be dedicated to your plan, and uh, because your organization more likely is taking you or paying for you to to go and they'll want to see you bring right. something back. So, you know, save the networking for after hours or between, between sessions, but stick to your plan because, you know, that, that's why you're coming here. Do you have anything, you know, for just from a blogging perspective, do you have anything you're, you're, you think you're going to write about at this point, or is it going to be more kind of in the, in the moment that you'll do some of the blogging? In conference, it'll be in the moment. Um, that's kind of my <laughs> my creative process, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my the blogging that I do is usually inspired by you know whether I'm out on a run or something that's happening in the moment will trigger something for me. Um, you know, overall, yeah. I'll talk about you know I'll do some pre pre conference stuff of what to expect. Hopefully, give a little Chicago insider of some things to do. Um, but mine will will be more in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'll write about the sessions that I go. Uh, so, you know, it'll be, it'll be a good test for me to uh, be able to crank out some content in the moment and find that time to do it. So, uh, but I'm excited about it. Did you do any pre-writing at all? Uh, I, I have a couple teed up. I did um, one. I featured the Sarah Noel Wilson, who's going to be doing a mega session on executive coaching okay. or using coaching in there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at a couple teed up about what my experience and what I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, for sharing from there. So, um, you know, those are, are on my blog or will be on my blog, um, which cool. is yeah, on phudson.wordpress. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we link to it on the show site. And, uh, yeah, you, you can find John and, and your Twitter for but We'll get that in. Give us your Twitter handle, which is kind of similar. Yep, and I, I follow all the branding rules everywhere. Is uh, John P. Hudson, so whether it's Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, all that good stuff. So it's at John P. Hudson, and uh, check check that out. Um, so John, uh, four, like four minutes left, and I got to get my blurb in and thank you at the end. So like three minutes of talk about you know Chicago. I mean, we've had a number of people on it, you know, named places. Like my my big thing is the Chicago architectural boat tour. I love that. And then mm-hmm. food, right? Those are the two things that, yeah. but like you live there. So uh, do you have any like insider tips or, you know, places that if they have an extra day, they should really go. I know, I know the grant, you know, all, there's so much you can't cover, but give us some of your thoughts on that. I, you know, it is a, you have to do the main tours. Uh, I mean, it, one of the great thing is about Chicago, it's a walking city. Um, and it's easy to navigate whether you want to to walk or use the public transportation. The Chicago Architecture Tour, if you have the time to do that, but even if you just have a few minutes, spend some time um, in Millennium Park. Uh, you've heard of the famous Bean, if you will, um, but around that whole area, uh, they have an outdoor amphitheater. Uh, they have Maggie Daly Park that you can uh, walk around very close to the Art Museum, uh, some, if you get some chance to, to go to the art museum all there on Michigan, I, those, even though they're the cliche 
definitely do those. Um, I'd stay away from Navy Pier, quite frankly. Yep. Uh, and but a lot of that area in the Millennium Park, if you hit that, you got to hit a Garrett's Popcorn, um, which is right in that area too. Uh, but there are so many restaurants, there are so many bars and little haunts. You know, everyone's going to do a Second City, everyone's going to do a Redhead Piano Bar. Duck off the street and go into go into something that that you don't see every day and experience that. Um, you know, I think there are so. If you get a chance, ride the L. Get a, get a pass and just take the loop around there. Even if it's uh, you know it's two dollars and fifty cents for for a ride, or you can get a get a week long pass. But if you've never been here and never experienced that, as cheesy as it sounds, jump on the L and uh, heck, you can take it up to Wrigley Field or down to guaranteed rate where the Sox and Cubs play. Uh, take a look at those. Um, you know, those are things to just kind of experience that day-to-day. But uh, put your put your walking shoes on and just explore. Um, you know, walk up and down Michigan for sure, Michigan Ave for sure, um, are some of the – kind of those tips. But, um, cool. yes, follow the big well, ones. Well, but, yeah, you got see, got to see Millennium yeah. Park. Well, then check out John P. Hudson's WordPress.com, his blog, his Twitter for more for information. John, thanks for being on DriveThru. It was great to catch up with you for just 30 minutes. I get to see you in a couple of weeks, so we can hang out and do a, a little more uh, little more catching up in person, which is always the best. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this I'm gonna read this closing blurb to blurb to uh, help with our for our sponsor, and then I'm gonna end the show. But it'll it'll be live up, and I'll send you the link in just a minute. Thanks for being on the show today, John, and talk to you again in a couple weeks. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Have a good afternoon. All right. This we'll podcast, see you. Thanks, John. This podcast has been brought been sponsored by Clear Company, a complete talent management system unifies recruiting, onboarding, performance management, and great goal tracking in one award-winning solution. Learn how you can hire more A-player companies with Clear Company. Visit clearcompany.com for product information. Thanks to our sponsor.